Welcome to Mission Self-Improvement Podcast number two. Uh, I'm here with Jacob O'Brien. I'm Alex Wilcox, your host, uh, and really pumped about the topic today. We're going to talk about self-talk. So uh, as far as Jacob and I were concerned, we talked about it for a little bit and wanted to define in just a sentence or two, what is self-talk? And the most simple answer we came up with was really it's a relationship with yourself. You still agree with that, Jacob? I do. Um, I feel like it is the dialogue that is uh, never ending inside of your brain. Very good. So uh, of all your relationships, right, you have uh, parent to kid relationships, you have parent to spouse, or, or excuse me, you have your spouse relationship, relationship with friends, family, coworkers, etc. Where does or where should you rank your relationship with yourself? Well, I think before we get into this, uh, I don't think a lot of people realize that they have a relationship with themselves. I don't think that that's really been taught or thought of or discussed that um, you being in your own head and having these conversations with yourself, it it truly is a relationship with yourself. So... um, But your relationship that you have with yourself is by far the most most important relationship in your life. Um, that seems that seems pretty selfish, don't you think? You know what? I hear that a lot, <laughs> um, and I think I think that you can have a different dynamic on that. And I think that you can, I think you can be selfish and and only think about yourself. But what I mean is, if you are in a negative state all the time and you are and you're not positive you're not happy because of all this negative talk and your terrible relationship with yourself it's really hard to have a good relationship with somebody else as a leader as a boss as a spouse as a parent all those relationships are 10 times harder to win at if you can't win with yourself so that's why I feel like you really need to start with yourself. You need to focus on that positive self-talk. You need to focus on how you can have a healthy relationship with your own mind so you can win in those other relationships. I love it. Yeah, so so uh, I, I may have even said it last week in the podcast. Uh, the, the fastest way for you to elevate yourself is to elevate those around you. Uh, and having this conversation, it's more like, you first need to invest in yourself for you to be able to elevate those around you for them to be able to elevate yourself. It's kind of this, uh, (laughs) it take few steps back and forth. Yeah, no, that's, that is exactly it. And, and, and honestly, I, I did not have this perspective, um, even two years ago. And I really did have the perspective of people that were focusing on themselves were selfish You know, but then again, you realize that people are miserable. You know, the moms out there that are sacrificing day and night, um, trying to focus on everyone else but themselves, you know, and then people perceive them as a bad mom. You know, that, that, that mom needs to really take a step back and focus on if she's being taken care of first, so then she can in turn be a good mom and actually get those good results for her kids and for all the other people in her life, so... Absolutely. So uh, talking a little uh, more about the nuts and bolts of self-talk. So first kind of want to talk about the psychology. Uh, As a man thinketh, so is he. So yes, we know uh, the more you positively talk to yourself about yourself, 
the more likely you're going to have a great, greater level of confidence, self-esteem, et cetera, that you carry out to others. Another factor, uh, really interesting that I found is not only does it make you think a different way, but it can actually have a physical impact on you. Uh, neuroscientist Eleanor McGuire of University College of London, uh, a few years back did a study on London cab drivers. When she was doing some research, she saw that animals uh, like squirrels, for example, would actually have a long period of memory where they could uh, find nuts that they had buried a long period before. So she studied their brains, uh, came to realize that the hippocampus, which is kind of a seahorse-shaped section in the vertebrae, brain, uh, vertebrate part of your brain, uh, that's crucial for long-term memory and spatial navigation, uh, that this was larger physically when, uh, when animals that had a good memory uh, that you'd actually be able, they'd be able to remember better. She did the same study on taxi drivers and similar people, same age, uh, same demographic, uh, when they were taxi drivers, they had a much larger hippocampus than those of similar people that didn't drive. Their spatial intelligence was actually developed. The more they thought about something, the more it became developed in their brain. Not unlike us, the more we talk positively about ourselves, our physical makeup will even change, not just our mental one. Um, okay, so uh, two types of self-talk. Uh, there's positive and negative. Uh, so positive being really that which boosts our relationship with ourselves. Uh, and then the negative, which is that which damages our relationship with ourselves. Um, you kind of agree with that differentiation? Yeah, I totally agree. Two, two types. Uh, keep it simple. Positive and negative. Uh, a lot of people out there distinguish it a lot of different subcategories. But it's easier if you keep it simple. Uh, and just break it down into those two. Um, so one of the things we were talking about before is let's say it's your end of your day, you're struggling with sleeping. Okay, so uh, I know that this has happened with me in the past where I really need a good night's sleep, but I can't sleep. For whatever reason, my mind's racing. Uh, do you think that's considered self-talk? Uh, yeah, that's 100% self-talk and 99 out of 100 times that self-talk that keeps you up at night it usually fits in the negative category usually it's worrying about what's going to happen the next day it's worrying about the bills that aren't paid um, it's thinking about those worst case scenarios rarely do people go to bed that that their minds are racing that they're thinking oh you did such a great job today do you know what i'm saying so if your mind is racing this is great uh, you know, to finish out this podcast and kind of learn some techniques to, you know, to kind of weather that storm because that racing talk is, is usually negative and we definitely want to shift the narrative. And honestly, you will, you will be able to get to sleep quicker if we can shift that from a negative to a positive self-talk. Yeah, absolutely. I always hear uh, people say, You're, you are your own worst critic. Uh, a storied example. I actually shared our first podcast with uh, a few of my family members. You know, I wasn't confident enough, didn't have enough positive self-talk to know in my mind that it was just 
perfect, right? Wasn't perfect. Has a lot, a lot of rough patches. And we'll continue to have rough patches, but the reality is we're going to continue to improve. So one of the things I said is, hey, don't mind it being rough. And of course, my mom, loving mom, responded, you know what? I thought it was wonderful. I didn't think there was any rough patch. And then my wife, you know, who loves me very much, and I love her, uh, she <laughs> responded, you know what? You're, you're, you are your own worst critic. I think so many of us, so many of us are our own worst critic all the time. The workplace, at home, at school, you're measured by your level of emotional intelligence with each other, right? All the time people are judging you at your soft skills. How kind are you? How generous are you? How good of a listener are you? What if you turn that around and ask yourself, how emotionally intelligent am I with myself? Have you ever thought of that? Well... I'm going to take one step back because you kind of hit something that I think is super important, which is um, you're totally right that we are we are 100% our worst critic. And the reason why that is is um, so if you apply this to every relationship in your life, the relationships that you're most critical of are the ones that you're in for the most amount of time. So, for example, your spouse. Most people are more critical of their spouse and they're more critical the longer they're with their spouse. Does that make sense? So obviously you have the dating period, right? Where you're not critical at all because the relationship is, is, is very infant. Um, but it, you know, as the years go by, we become more critical and, and the expectations and the negativity just naturally starts to come because with relationships, that's just how it works. Well, guess what? You've been in a relationship with yourself for your whole life. So it's really easy to be negative with yourself because again, it's that relationship that you, you've had your whole entire life. So, and it's crazy to think about that those relationships that are the closest, they're the most important and they're the ones that are easiest to be negative about. Generally, when you see somebody on the side of the street, you're not going to go up there and judge them and be rude to them or be disrespectful to them. You won't do that because you don't know them. You don't have a relationship. You don't have that. And yet again, that relationship isn't as important as the relationship with your spouse or the relationship with yourself. And yet, we're our biggest critic. Sure. Yeah. No, absolutely. I like that a lot. Um, it, very well said. So uh, a lot of us, people that listen to these type of podcasts, uh, are trying to be better, right? The, the whole title, Mission Self-Improvement, the intent is to get better day and day, day in, day in now. Um, so with that said, if we're trying to improve upon ourselves, uh, how do you continue to grow and learn from your mistakes without negatively self-talking? Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, I don't know if I'll answer your question completely, but the thing that comes to mind when you say that is um, pretty much how do you continuously improve and get better as far as self as far as self talk is concerned. And to me, I break down uh, positive self talk into two different types. The first one is just kind of like positive uh, positive talk, uh, positive what's the word uh, affirmations, sure. right? Just getting your body and your mind into saying you're awesome. 
you know, you're talented, you're a thought leader, you are inspirational, you're a good person, you're a good dad. You know, those, I mean, it's just kind of general positive affirmations. And that's one side of it. And that one's kind of easy to practice. The reason why that one's hard for a lot of people, including myself, is it, it almost feels like you're beating a dead horse after a while, you know, just kind of saying the same thing. And, you, and it's kind of hard to believe it uh, without actual results tied to it which is why the second uh, part of positivity is uh, so important, which is to tie a goal to it. So for example, let's say I wanna be uh, skinnier, right? You have a goal and then when you go to the gym, you can say, way to go you know, for achieving that. And you believe it more because it's tied to a goal. So it's super important to have both, just the general positive talk and then have that goal and then as you're going towards that goal continuously uh tell yourself how awesome you're doing absolutely absolutely um as far as negative self-talk how do you start eliminating that well i think i think the first thing is is to try to recognize it you know um really you need to understand that there's seven billion people on this planet and seven billion people self-talk and the majority of us are in the negative self-talk. Just because, like I said, that's where our comfort zone is. It's, it's easier to be negative and to be more critical of yourself. So first, understand that everybody self-talks and it's okay, okay? Um, start recognize it. Uh, I know something that you brought up uh, last time we were talking about it is to actually write it down. You know, um, I think that that can help out hugely um, and I think something you can do is just practice. So every time that you say a negative one, try to say a positive one. You know, just start small. Um, and again, at, out the gate, you may not 100% believe it because your whole life you've had negative self-talk. You know, it's not going to change overnight. Just one positive affirmation at a time. You know, start, start thinking about that goal that you want to achieve. So I'm going to tell you something else that, I'm, that I believe 100% is <clears throat> anxiety and depression. It comes from negative self-talk. 99% of it does. And if you think about it and you work with these people with anxiety and depression, which I've been there, I promise you. I, I, I coach hundreds of people that are in this boat and all of them have a lot of negative self-talk and almost all of them have no goals. Yeah, that's a, that's a great point. I haven't connected goals goals to that that's really interesting I've never thought of it that way that goals uh, sets your mind kind of in a positive frame of reference it gives you something to work towards um, that's really interesting uh, one other thing that your uh, comment sparked in my mind was the writing down of things uh, I would say there's four <clears throat> great methods by which you do positive uh, self affirmations. So the first is think, think it. As a man thinketh, so is he or she. Uh, think it over and over. So for example, uh, I wanna be great at a podcast. Tomorrow morning, I'm gonna wake up, I'm gonna think to myself, I'm gonna do great at a podcast. The second step is to say it out loud. Not just think it, but say it. So you yourself can hear yourself say it. I'm going to be great at a podcast. Insert whatever it is that you want to positively affirm. 
third step, write it down. I'm going to write down five, ten times I am going to be great at the podcast. Lastly, read. Visually read what you wrote. Uh, what you, what uh, people have found is when you have different mediums uh, of learning, whether it's mental, whether it's uh, saying it out loud and audible, whether it's writing it down or reading it, it all engages different parts of your mind. Continue to use different mediums to encourage yourself to be positive uh, so that you're having that positive self-talk. Coincidentally enough, the more you positively uh, self-talk, it actually helps you stop negatively uh, self-talking. Um, any other thoughts uh, before we close the podcast, Jacob? Well, so I just want to point out that that tool or system that you just brought up, you know, that, that four-step process, that can be, I mean, we use that in every business idea that we're talking about, every every uh, training, every everything that we talk about, um, we try to do that. You know, we try to think about it, we brainstorm, we write it down, we go through the process, we read it, because it really instills the belief, right? And here's the reality of this. You, at some point, have to believe that you're good. If you don't believe it, you're you're lost. And as sad as that is, that's the truth. You have to you have to shift your belief and you have to believe that you're a good person, that you're a good father, that you're a good leader, that you're a good whatever it is. And and that's what this whole thing is to do is to just shift that belief because you are a good person. You have unlimited potential in this world. You can literally do whatever you want and I believe that. Yep. Absolutely. My favorite quote if you want something bad enough to go out and fight for it, work day and night for it, give up your peace and your sleep and your time for it. If dogged and grim, you besiege and beset it, you'll get it. And the reality is, uh, sometimes it's hard to even get out of bed to be able to go and do those things. That takes a lot of initiative. So to first break off that negative talk, uh, if, if you can't find it in yourself to stop talking negatively, find a positive distraction. Find someone that loves you and that is positive uh, and spend time with them. Resist the urge to just stay in bed uh, and uh, be by yourself because it can lead to a downward spiral, as many of us know. Uh, I, I think back on the hardest times of my life. I've always had key people that loved me very much, that cared about my success and always saw the good, saw the ha the glass half full. Um, but, uh, but yeah, absolutely. And as far as self-talk is concerned, uh, the, the last thing that we'll leave you before we go is really gratitude. Um, gratitude, uh, I, <laughs> I think Jake's heard me say this a few times, it's your gratitude that determines your attitude and your attitude determines your altitude. The more you can be grateful about the things that you do have, the easier it is to be more on the positive self-talk than negative self-talk. Uh, and coincidentally, our next podcast is going to be on just that. It's engaging gratitude in your life and really uh, helping you and those around you to improve. Uh, thanks again for joining us on this podcast of Mission Self-Improvement. 
Uh, Jacob and I had a great time putting this together and we hope you enjoyed it as well. Have a great day.